Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, everybody, and thank you for tuning in to Mind, Body, Spirit, You. This is our monthly spiritual channel, and I'm your host, Reverend Leah Fortner. I am joined tonight with Laura Morante, our channel. Hello, Laura. Hi, Leah. Welcome. And I'm really excited to be here in this moment. Uh, it's like no matter how crazy life gets and whatever has been before us in this moment, like whatever added up to being here right now, it can be so many different things and so many layers, but I just am so grateful to be here with you right now, Laura. So thank you for holding this space and for all of you tuning in with us tonight, thank you for being a part of the collective as each one of you will add a very special layer to what we hear tonight. So thank you for being with us. I just want to move right into a little meditation to ground us and get to the channel. I just feel like something special is coming through, so I want to make space for that. So if you want to go ahead and just take a deep breath and become present in the moment and relax. Close your eyes if you'd like. Relax your jaw and drop your shoulders. Allow your body to begin to feel weightless the weight of the day that we can put on ourselves. Allow it to gently lift and weightlessness to take over as you breathe into this present space, calm and at peace, open and ready to receive. Laura, go ahead. Okay. All right, Leah. Well, it feels like the message is already here, so I'm just going to let it out. Okay. We come into these exchanges with a willingness and an awareness that there is an openness on the earth plane now that is ready to integrate what it is we here in spirit understand about who you are as human beings. And we want to bring that forward so that you, as the human beings that you are, can benefit from the awareness that we have as souls. So we join you collectively as a group of loving souls that have existed on the earth plane, that have had those physical world experiences, that have allowed the dense energies of the physical definition to challenge us to know our true divine nature. That's what you're existing in right now. The dense energy created by a desire to be physical. For you are divine light. A divine energy of truth that goes so far beyond that physical body. You can't even comprehend your totality. There is a sense that it's important for humans to really believe this. For humans to really get it. To really take that information and integrate it in a way that affects your human experience. It's easy to move about this material-oriented world in a state of self-denial, denying the true divine energy that you are. It helps you fall into this physical definition. It helps you get lost in that material world and create an identity around that. And it's important that you do that. You need to have that experience. There's value in that experience 
So what would the purpose be of creating this dense environment if we weren't going to use it and benefit from it? So you see those that are so metaphysically inclined and so aware of who they are as souls, they have an inclination now to judge those that don't, Hmm. to put those people down who are not searching for their divinity, who are not challenging themselves in ways that allow them to see that divine light of truth flow through them. There's no point for judgment here, for we're each on our own pace. We're each moving through this human experience with our own soulful awareness driving us and defining each and every human experience that we engage. There's a divine source of inspiration that guides every individual human experience. So how could some human being judge that? How could you, an individual human being, possibly think that you can know the culmination of energies that creates any individual being's experience? You can't. So don't try. So take that responsibility off of yourself. (laughs) You no longer need to judge others. It is not for you to judge where another is on their journey or how close they are to knowing themselves as divine beings of light. It is not for anyone to judge that, not even for the individual themselves. So as you find yourself judging others, ask yourself how you feel about who you are, how how you feel about what you are allowing yourself to express as you. Do you judge that? Do you feel entitled to judge it? Do you, the limited intellectual aspect of you, feel that you can know the profound nature of this divine experience in its totality? And even if you did, does that give you permission to judge? Can we let that go? Can we finally let that aspect of the human experience go? There's so much freedom to be had for so many human beings if they would just let that go. If they could just find it in themselves to say, I'm no longer going to judge myself because I don't, in my human mind, completely understand everything I've experienced as the soul that I am. And I couldn't possibly fathom why it is I would configure my life in this way. What it is I am growing from. What it is I am teaching others. Or why it is I have to go through these experiences that I go through. I don't want to judge me just like I don't want to judge the divine creating this experience. I want to exist in a state of surrender. Surrender to the wisdom of the source of creation surrender to the wisdom of the soul that drives me that inspires me that instigates in me a desire to experience something 
that teaches me something about me. I want to surrender to the idea that I don't have to figure life out. I just have to experience it without judgment. That there is no great provider of life that is judging how I use it. I want to exist in an awareness that the source of life is a free-spirited energy of willingness, wisdom, and divine awareness that cannot be confined in any intellectual interpretation. I want to surrender my life over to the higher aspect of me so that I can set myself free of worry, free of doubt, insecurity, and fear. I want to trust that there is a divine intelligence running through me and every experience that I have, calling in every experience I have, calling forward every human being and soul that I am here to engage, to interact with, and to learn from or benefit. I want to trust in the divine flow of life. Oftentimes I can look back and see my experiences from a much more expansive point of view than I could in the moment. How many of you have experienced that? Where in the moment you thought life was devastatingly over or unfairly challenging you. And yet after the weeks, months, or years pass, you're able to look back at those experiences and see the value, find some beauty, some awareness that was instigated because of the experiences. If you know this, if you've experienced this, can you trust it? And you let that be what brings you comfort in the moments of uncertainty. Can you bring that awareness to your mind when you're feeling victimized by life? Can you say to your thoughts in a moment, please stop leading me down a road of fear, for I know better. I know that in this moment I may not be able to see the more expansive, Awareness that this experience is bringing me. I may, I may not be able to interpret the purpose behind this experience. But I am willing, <clears throat> I am willing to step away from the fear. I'm willing to open up to an idea of a higher frequency energy defining my experience that knows beyond me who I came to be and what experiences I came to use to help me uncover that beautiful potential that is me. It is a freeing thought, one that does take effort in creating, in the mind, in the moments, in the moments of challenge and uncertainty. 
but it is your it is your key to open the door to exit fear. That simple awareness that there is a purpose behind my experience that I cannot fully comprehend in my intellect but that I know exists and if I hold on to that thought if I keep my mind open to that awareness it allows me to detach from the negative interpretations my humanness may be coming up with regarding the experience I'm engaging and once I detach from that I lift I elevate the frequency in me which can then bring awareness maybe not of the big picture of the purpose behind the experience but at least enough to allow me to move through it and not feel stuck in my sense of victimhood and that's where so many of you so many of you sit in judgment of life in judgment of one's own inabilities to stay focused on the light you see the difference if an experience happens and it challenges you and you feel victimized by it when you come to the recognition and you do you always do that you are playing victim that you are as you would say having the pity party that you are staying stagnant in that fear-driven energy. You come to that awareness that that's where you are. What do you do with it? Do you just accept it and say, well, that's where I am, so I'll stay here? How does that feel to you? And we don't mean to dismiss the integrity of the experience because there's something to it. For our souls, we don't know that feeling. As divine, perfect energies of truth and integrity, we don't understand the separateness of duality. That's why we came to Earth. That's why we've decided to have this human experience. But is that all we want to sit in, or do we want to choose to move beyond it? When you choose to move beyond it and you go forward and life knocks you down again, what do you do? And how long do you stay there? Do you fall right back into that same place and say, ah, yes, I remember this well. I know the role of victim. It's quite comfortable for me now. I've played it for decades. I've created an identity around it. And you know what? I don't know if I'll know who I am if I choose disregard that aspect of me if I choose to believe that I can heal myself by changing the way I view myself it's a challenge and not an easy one but a freeing one if the effort is made so you have to ask yourself how do you want to feel in this human experience imprisoned by your fears or free because of your willingness to hold your thoughts in a higher frequency. It's life. It's physicality. 
It's meant to challenge you. All of these <coughs> healing modalities and meditations that we do, they are meant to assist us in moving through the challenges. So many metaphysical teachers promise you enlightenment, promise you freedom from the from the darkness in this reality. But the darkness serves, and it's going to always be there. <clears throat> it's a part of the human experience. And it's meant to challenge us, and it's meant to be used to propel us. Not to keep us back, only to give us the option to have that experience. And it is an option, and not one with judgment. For there are many lifetimes we like to come into this physical world and lose ourselves in that state of awareness. Just for the sensation it brings us as the souls that we are. Can you appreciate that as the human being that you are? Can you find a way to get to an openness of mind that can say, well, maybe that's possible. Maybe there's value in these experiences that I judge so harshly. Maybe there's something here that my soul wants me to experience. And maybe I don't know it all. And maybe I am willing to keep the door open for the enlightenment that can come with the willingness to let go of any certainty of what I think is. You're all moving through your own experiences in your own ways. Life is intensifying. There's no doubt about that. How are you maneuvering through? Do you feel that you're sitting in the same challenge you've been sitting in for a year or two or more? Or do you feel that your challenges have shifted? Yes, that is a barometer for growth. Are you willing to integrate the awareness that comes with every challenge? Or are you still going to defend your right to believe that life shouldn't challenge you? That it has no right to challenge you? That life was meant to be perfect, easy, and free. Well, dear ones, then this is <clears throat> this is a startling wake-up call, isn't it? But it's a wondrous awareness to assimilate. The idea that you came for the challenges, that you came for the growth that comes from moving through these challenges and not aligning with the fear that's instigated by the misinterpretation of the experience for that is what it is and we think we know when we rationalize in our heads and justify our right to be victim all we are saying is I'm not done with this energy yet I want to sit in it some more I want to feel it over and over and over again I want to feel separate alone uninspired and victimized. So know that. 
it is your choice. No matter what situation you're going through, right now there are so many trying to justify in their own minds why they have the right to feel victimized. Is it you? Are you feeling it? Are you feeling resistance to these words, to this concept? Are you feeling offended by it? Good, recognize that. Because that's truth hitting the illusion. That's when it feels so uncomfortable for you to believe it. It's when the inspirational energy is trying to show you a way out and the ego is resisting. Now ask yourself, why? 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 Why would your ego want to sit in it? Because a part of the ego's job is to create the form and structure of duality. And so, of course, it wants to perpetuate the experiences that keep you feeling that distance from the one. Detachment from the inclination of the energy that we are. Because when you are in alignment with your soul, with the higher aspect of who we are, you recognize that life is a series of events, a series of experiences. Some will be judged as good, some will be judged as bad, some will be labeled in this way or in that way. But what clears that slate clean is the idea that they're all divine. And isn't that a freeing way to move through life without the judgments, without saying, well, this was a good experience and this was a bad experience. Shift it. This was an intense experience and that was an incredibly intense experience. Both equally phenomenal. Equally divine. None less than the other. Inspiring change and growth. Can you shift out of this inclination in the human being to interpret it all so linearly, to put it all in categories, to try to label it all in some nice, neat, concise way for the logical aspect of who we are? Can you expand into the divinity of every moment here on earth? Can you recognize it? Every moment it truly is a divine gift to you. Do you have to be at death's door to realize that? Ask those that are there and they'll tell you. Ask those experiencing life-threatening illnesses what's important Each moment, that's what they'll tell you. Each moment is a gift not to be taken for granted, not to be defined, not to be judged or labeled as good or bad. Each moment an opportunity to be here, to be a divine energy expressing itself in a physical way. Let this awareness shift you. Let it in. 
That's first what we want to say. Those that are feeling resistance to this idea, those that want to judge, let this in. Challenge yourself to go through a day, a week, a month without judgment. Can you do it? Can you set yourself free from it? Can you set others free? Can you exist without judgment? Can you? Can you dismiss the words right and wrong and good and bad? Can you dismiss them from your vocabulary and speak in terms of frequency, in terms of energy, in in terms of intensity? For that's what it is. Some experiences are more intense. Some experiences feel like a higher frequency. Does that mean they're better? No. Different. Defined differently. Created from a different energy. For a different purpose. Don't judge. Just be with it. In the moment. Just be with the experience. Fully present. In the moment. Not judging it not projecting what you think will come next not clouding the moment by all of the misinterpretations you have in your mind of what you think should be that's not being present in an experience not judging it while you're sitting in it detaching from it all oh what a challenge <clears throat> but what a what a freeing effort you live from love you live from the part of you that understands who we are as divine beings of light and that is the love that exists within you if you can't find that uh, if you can't find your way there in the moment create an image Create a visualization to use. Imagine the heart being the source of love for you in this world. Imagine that that heart right there in your body. Is the outlet for all of the love you have in your soul. And that you just need to plug in right there into your heart can you see it can you create that image in your mind there's an outlet there in your chest not heart center and that you could take your awareness at any point of any day and plug it into that heart center and that heart center will bring you peace and that heart center will bring you a sense of divinity and purpose in a moment but you've got to unplug it from the intellect You've got to bypass that human aspect of you and plug right into the divine in you. For it exists. And all those that have worked this process know it. They know the way out of the mind is through the heart. They know the way out of the fear is through the love. This is where you find your peace of mind. dear ones in the heart 
when you take your awareness out of the mind and bring it to the heart. That's when all the intensity in the mind can calm down. That's where the energy of love can calm it. And help it recreate a new definition. So here's a challenge for you. We've already given you one. Exist a day without judgment. Exist a week without judgment. Then exist a month without judgment. Then remove judgment from your life experience. And now we say, the way there is by utilizing this outlet that is available to you. By finding your way each and every day into that center of of love and focusing there for as long as you can each day focusing longer each day making more efforts throughout the day to bring yourself back to that center back to that love back to the truth that exists in the love is the greatest effort you can give yourself to help heal the inconsistencies in the mind which create the inconsistent energies in your experience. So we've given you homework today. We've given you options today. <clears throat> We're giving you what you're asking for, which is a way through these intense energies that you are experiencing now in your life. You want the details? Go to the love and let them surface. That's how it works. You will never find the divine awareness if you're focused on the fear. It is always when you're willing to look away from that limited interpretation of life that it will manifest in divine ways So give yourself the gift of making these efforts and of detaching from the limiting interpretations of life that keep you uncertain of the divinity in the experience you are feeling challenged by. <coughs> now, Many of you are feeling inspired to take your life in a new direction. Many of you are feeling an inclination all of a sudden <laughs> to shift your life, to live lighter, to live less bogged down by the minutia and heaviness of this material world. Ah, and isn't it inspiring that it comes at this time of the year, spring, that represents new growth, Tap into that energy. It's real. You're not separate from the earth. You're not separate from the energies of spring that inspire new growth in the, in the ground itself. You're swimming in that energy. You're a part of that energy. Go with that energy. Do you see the sprouts resisting the natural inclination to expand beyond the seed? No. They feel the pull and they respond. So you're feeling the pull. What are you going to do with it? 
Are you going to deny it because it doesn't fit into your practical reality? Are you going to listen to it? Are you going to let it pull you in the direction that your soul is asking you to move in? Where do you think the inspiration comes from? You, your soul, saying, come on, we've done that long enough. Let's do something different. (laughs) You know who you are. You know you feel it. Why deny it? Why pretend that's not real for you? Does that serve you? Well, we'll say right right here and now, very clearly, it won't. The desire won't go away, people. We want to tell you that. It's going to intensify. Just like your soul is not going away. Not going to just go away and let you live your limited interpretation of life. You've done that long enough. Or you wouldn't be listening to this. Take a chance. Take a step away from everything that you've defined as normal in your life. Challenge yourself to step out of the comfort zone and see what happens. Can you trust your soul? That inspiration is real and it's intense and it's getting intenser. It's intensifying. You can't deny that. How long can you do that to yourself? What you're doing is denying yourself your truth. Oh, and that hurts. Oh, that doesn't feel good inside. You want to know what doesn't feel good? That doesn't feel good. You want to know what makes you question who you are and doubt your worth? That. Not the experiences you had with your parents when you were young. Not things that have happened in your life. It's you and your choices. And it's time to own time to own that. That if you are choosing to deny that inspirational wisdom that comes from within you, that comes from you, for you, well then you'll live the life that you are uncomfortable in. And you will continually wonder why you always feel like something's missing. Why no matter what you accumulate what you achieve, what goal you achieve, it's never going to fill you. Because that space inside of you is there for the divine aspect of you. And only when you allow that divine energy to flow through you into this experience does that space feel fulfilled aligned complete ah there it is that's what you're waiting for that feeling of completeness that sense that I'm exactly who I was meant to be I don't need anything I don't need anyone or anyone's approval I know me and I know what I'm here to be How many of you can say that with that much certainty? And how many want to? How many can believe that it's possible? How many can let themselves find their way? It's a true, magnificent realization 
with profound power the truth that our souls have a plan and that intuition is the way our soul gives us direction to follow that plan that synchronicity is the way our guides give us posts um, signs direction a sense of support and an awareness of the interconnected nature of all life remember everything is energy if we are energy and our intentions are energy and of course we can use our life experiences to validate our intuitive awareness Yes, dear ones, you want to know how to maneuver through this intensity? Listen to this channel a few times. Let this truth sink in. Let, <clears throat> let it be a proactive, creative part of your future. And you will know change. And you will know the beauty in change. And you will embrace for that's what we feel we are in the midst of, a great transition. A moment in reality where humanity is coming together and saying, let's change this experience. Let's expand it and let's be a part of something new. Here's how you do it. Follow these steps to freedom, dear ones. Freedom from the fear. I always say this I feel like I always say this and that's okay but <laughs> it's always so astute with what I come and sit down at the table or at, or at this session or at this show with everybody here tonight it's just always online with what I'm going through and I think what the collective is obviously so it's just really awesome to sit back and receive all that information and confirmation it is synchronicity in itself like they were just saying in the channel that synchronicity is a way for our guides to give us signs when we're lining up or to show us which directions to go and so on and so forth and it feels good to be connected to that yeah and you know what the signs the synchronicities they're also validation they're also like confirmation when you listen to your intuition and then all of a sudden you get the signs that confirm it. It's like that's what we can use for our mind so that we can get our mind on board with it. Right. You know, we need those confirmations for the intellectual part of who we are. So we, once we believe it intellectually, then we can let ourselves really be led by it more. True, because so much of our reality that I think we all sit in is, is definitely functioned by the mind. <laughs> It's so nice to think that we could just wake up and decide I'm going to live from my heart and not hear my mind anymore. <laughs> or I'm going to not judge anything today. <laughs> yeah, sure. Well, yeah, that's great. They said start with the day first and then eventually get to a judgment-free life. <laughs> I'm like, perfect, I'll see you there. <laughs> I'm trying. But that actually, on a side note, is something that's huge right now, I think, at least in my reality it's been coming up a lot and, and perhaps all of you as well is, is judgment and the collective is like day in and day out and people and I, I think 
even amazing uh, everybody's amazing so let's just leave it like you know all souls are amazing but even really outgoing positive people I think are continually coming from a state of judgment without even realizing it I think a lot of us are throughout the day placing judgment without noticing it so I think most of the time on themselves yeah on themselves and on others as well just it, it's just so common as a functionality of the mind it's almost like part of what the mind does continually to create thoughts from only in the way it's programmed now correct and that's why I feel like it's coming up right now to surface and to change and so to, to me it's boiling up in a lot of different ways in my life right now where I'm seeing judgments that I place on myself and judgments I see you know placing on others or vice versa it's but what I keep coming to, which they actually said in the channel, which you said, Laura, is um, is freedom. Freedom, because when you can let go of the judgments, it's it is freedom. It's you feel freedom, and you're present, and you're judgment free, and you are accepting of that moment and nothing else. It that is freedom. It doesn't matter what your career is, where you are, what you're doing. It, it's really just realizing that enlightenment is freedom and you don't have to be, you know, some <laughs> holy, perfect human to have that. That, like, even at your desk job right now or at that red light or wherever and whatever you're doing, if you can embrace that freedom... You know, then that is enlightenment. You don't have to change who you are. You can be you right now and totally free. So I think it's pretty incredible the more you work on that clarity and releasing judgments and being honest with yourself when you are because I don't think everybody likes admitting mm -hmm. how often we do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Yeah. It's 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 rough, but it, you can be honest with yourself, and and it's when you feel those moments of freedom, it's so assuring. That's definitely confirmation and validation and support to want to continue to do it. Because I naturally think, you know, when you channel all this and they give you suggestions and they, you know, tell you about shifting, and I'm like, oh, that sounds awesome, but it's difficult to apply on a daily basis it does take commitment you know so it is nice to have those moments of confirmation to feed you to recommit you know because that's I think a lot of what it is is continually recommitting to your faith um, to your truth to attaining that freedom mm -hmm. You have something coming through? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Did you have a question? Or no, I okay. just felt yeah, it yeah. going from there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It does take awareness, Leah, and it does take a recognition that this is malleable, that the mind and the patterns in the mind can be shifted, can be changed, can be expanded, can be redefined in a higher frequency with the willingness of the human and with the willingness of the human to realize they're in a human experience. And that affords them the opportunity not to judge. 
because <clears throat> if you can remember who you are as divine beings how free and expansive you are well you can know that taking that expansive nature and bringing it, in, bringing it into this dense definition is going to be distorting our perception of who we are so we will fall prey to the human experience and that does not mean we've done something wrong that does not mean that we are not as enlightened as we thought we should be. <coughs> That's a judgment coming from the human aspect of you. How about you slip and you fall and you say, ah, yes, I'm human. Let me get back on that path to reminding myself how divine I am by allowing myself to have the human moment, by embracing it for the opportunity it is to see how I maneuver this earth plane experience. You see, Leah, no judgment, just experience. And it's difficult when it comes to those experiences that we feel so justified in, in labeling as bad. When we see these terrorist activities and all that is occurring and we say, well, that, that is definitely something I can label as bad. That is definitely something I can say does not need to be a heart part of this human experience. But you say that from your humanness. And we say to you, if it was not meant to be here, it would not be here. If the human being wasn't calling this experience in, it would not exist. So shift your perspective and say, ah, now there's an intense experience that the collective has called in. Let me find my way to some loving truth about this experience. Let me detach from that overwhelming energy of condemnation that everybody else is adding their energy into. For how can that bring about positive change? When everyone is condemning they are pointing negative energy in the direction of an already negatively defined experience. We ask you again. In all awareness, how does that make sense? Doesn't it make more sense to transfer as much love as you can to the experiences you would have not be a part of the human experience? Doesn't it make sense that if we can that if we can send love and gratitude for the souls that were willing to be a part of that experience to bring us that interpretation of reality if we can send them love and light and say thank you for bringing us the experience we're done with it we appreciate your effort to show us how dark humanity can be and we feel that we would prefer to elevate the frequency of our collective experience. So we send you love, we send you light, we send you gratitude, and we release you. For we no longer need this experience. Okay. That totally connects with me. Uh, just being um, in the vibration of love continually, it's something that I 
feel like I always get into a debate <laughs> with so many people that call themselves realists, by the way, um, <laughs> who always want to tell me that it's unrealistic to shift, you know, the low vibrations of humanity, um, you know, without violence or without, you know, reacting in, in those <coughs> other low ways. And although I can never give them the exact format of how love <laughs> would look on a diagram or, you know, a, a list of one to ten ways to get it done, uh, that love would actually be the answer, that sending love would shift. So I just, like, I totally connect with that. I don't know where it came from, by the way, but it was amazing. I want to say just one thing on that, okay. Leah, is that there there are confirmed... Oh, I don't know what you want to say. There are, there's like confirmed, I want to say scientific proof that it's been done. This is nothing new, ask the Maharishi. There have been many times where they have proven where enough intensified focus of love can shift the physical world experience. This has been proven. It has been documented. Well, bring it on. <laughs> <laughs> I guess i got to do my research a little better for all these realists getting on me lately because... <laughs> And well, it's like, I don't know, I didn't write the plan for you. <laughs> and don't judge the realist, dear one. They bring a unique perspective to this this experience. Oh, of course. But shall I clarify? There's no judgment here when I <laughs> use that term realist. It's actually a very endearing. I appreciate more than anything uh, people who speak with me that disagree with me, actually. Some of my best friends completely disagree with everything I say and they're my favorite person to talk to is just allowing yourself to accept the different uh, perceptions of reality our beliefs can be so different and we actually can find and hear our own truth better when asked to stand by it so I love that and and you know it's it's love and relation at the bottom of, of that that keeps us together. So definitely no judgment. I'm very grateful for the people who ask me to look at my own truth. Uh, yeah, so definitely thank you for pointing that out too. So I'll put that on the table. Uh, but I, I, I'm actually very interested in looking up the, the scientific evidence of love shifts, you know, <laughs> and putting it out there on the forefront a I little bit. One. I know one. Okay. HeartMath Institute. Oh, HeartMath Institute. The Global Coherence Project. Oh, right. Were they, they like, measure? Yes, and they measured, actually, and they've been monitoring, right, the electromagnetic yeah. field of the Earth. And the day after 9-11, the compassion that came from the world shifted it. Okay, so they're Right. Are, yeah. Right. Yeah. Which brings, like, a whole other layer to human catastrophe. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, the compassion that comes after, of course. Right. Which, Which you wonder if, if that's not why the human collective called in the experience to begin with, so that we could join together in compassion, which is a healing energy. Yeah, I think that's a very soul-level uh, consciousness to like really honor that souls would sacrifice life for other souls that we would um selflessly you know do things on this earth plane for for the good of the one that it's hard to fathom you know in our human form when we 
have attachment and things like that. You have something coming? Okay. Mm-hmm. Laura's coming through with something. I got to say it because you touched on it. All right. <clears throat> well, isn't it interesting, Leah, that you would say that, that one would be so willing to give their life over to an experience that could possibly shift the entire dynamic of the human being. Well, think of this time and think of this season and think what it represents. And think of the one that is defined as giving his life over for (coughs) the realizations that he could possibly bring to this physical world reality of the divinity that exists in every human being. We don't want to attach religion to any of it, but we do want to bring to light the idea that that is a part of the energy you're existing right now. That Christ light exists and is intensely overwhelming humanity in this moment, asking humanity once again to know its truth, to know its limitless potential and the divinity that exists within every human being and the connection in that divine energy to the source of all life. It is everything Jesus expressed and gave his life for. And so you see, dear one, it's all connected. All, everything we've spoken of here today and the energy that you're existing in in this moment is all about rebirth and being born anew with the awareness of the true divine nature of your human experience. And that's what it is. It's a human experience, dear ones, Don't attach to it. Just experience it. When you go through this life and you have your experiences going on this adventure or that adventure, you don't force yourself to make that a part of you or to make you a part of that. You have the experience and you move on to your next experience. See life the same way. It's a unique moment for you as the soul that you are, as is every moment. So what will you do with this moment? Will you allow yourself to realize your divinity? Will you recognize the divinity in others? Can you overwhelm yourself in that awareness to the point where your life begins to be defined by it? For that's how it works. If you can allow yourself to believe it, if you can allow yourself to see it in your experience, well, then your experience begins to be defined by it. And that's what you're waiting for. That's what you're searching for. That's what you're calling in. Each and every one of you, in this moment, asking to be new, asking to find a way to a definition that allows you to feel whole and complete and authentically you. There's nothing more to life than that and finding your way to the freedom that comes with embracing you, all that you are in every moment, all that you define as good or bad or indifferent or uncertain, but unequivocally, unequivocally you. Can you do that? Can you be enough for you? Can you let that be enough for you? realize that everything that existed in in that man that gave his life exists in you and that 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 was his only purpose for creating the life that he did in the way that he did was to tell you who you were was to show you who you were was to be an example of what you're capable of don't let that message get lost in some egotistical interpretation filled with judgment 
let it be what it is. Take the inspiration where it feels right for you and integrate it into your experience so that you can feel inspired to be enough for you. I have to totally give a shout out to Jesus on that note. Because <laughs> I love Jesus. <laughs> and it's not that I, I claim that in any religious way personally, but the energy and magnificence and the incredible words uh, that he spoke or that we have quoted him speaking are so inspiring to my life on a daily basis because it really is um, a deep truth a deep truth of I think what each and every one of us is capable of here on earth not that he was the only one capable of it, of it but that each of us are and I think as you open up to that you open up all that love that we can send around the world for those drastic love shifts we're talking about uh, and again, since it popped up, anybody interested? The Heart and yeah, Heart Math Institute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, it came up. So maybe anybody intrigued by that might want to look into it. I do believe it's located in California. It's the Heart Math Institute doing really cool things, recognizing love on Earth, teaching you how to find your lo- heart. Like what they had said in the beginning of the channel. That's actually their whole focus is to help people find their way back to their heart because of the peace it brings the peace of mind that's in the heart that's really without the mind. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) So I do believe on that note, I just want to thank everybody for tuning in tonight. It was definitely a wonderful message with a lot of different components. It really did skip to a couple great topics that are totally online. So thank you everybody for tuning in tonight. We appreciate you and your energy and your soul and the part that you added to this for us. And we will see you very soon. Have a great night.